0: Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Bethlehem Church Podcast, where our goal is to offer you compelling biblical content to equip you to live an empowered Christian life. Each week, you'll hear a message from our lead pastor, Matt Robinson, or another member of the Bethlehem team. We also host a conversation every week where we unpack different facets of Sunday's message. We're so excited about this conversation and we hope it's a blessing to you. Let's jump in. Well, hey there. I'm Pastor Cody. And I'm Pastor Matt. And we are here on this Faithful Thursday to have ourselves one of them there conversations. (laughs) Let's do it. Yep. We're going to jump right in. Well, probably not. We never do. We're not jumping right in. No. Mm -hmm. Um, But just to give you some context, uh, this week we're talking about our first message in the Coastal Christmas series Mm. that is titled Our Coastal King. So just picture in your mind the the european jesus that you always see wearing beach trousers <laughs> and if there's such a thing and uh you know at the beach yeah. wearing pit vipers you yeah know, and head over
1: to the uh bethlehem church store and get you <laughs> a uh,
0: a sweatshirt or a yes. t-shirt
1: with the bq santa on it yes we yeah, have a merch store there. if yeah, you go over do. to
0: bethlehemchurch.cc/drip uh, that <laughs> you can get yourself some merch. I love that, and that is the actual web address. Couldn't love it anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it's good. So we've got statements of the uh, creed, Bethlehem's creed, on there, mm-hmm. uh, which our creed is not yep. at all. Which you're th- when you hear church creed, right, it's not like that. Yeah, it's um,
0: very creedal, but not very creedal at the same at time. At all. Yeah. Yeah. So we're turning <laughs> we go those hard in the paint. <laughs> like that statement, uh, yeah.
1: we're turning those into t-shirts and sweatshirts, and we want yep. you to. Represent our church out there, out and about. So head yeah. over to that store. Go buy a sweatshirt right now.
0: Yep. And by supporting that store, uh, we're not pocketing the money. It's just yeah. it's going towards a building fund.
1: All the proceeds. All of the proceeds are go going to that. And believe
0: land. it or not, it's actually not that much. We're not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're just just doing this to get our name out there. Yep. Just a little, so little more and, we'll and keep an eye on that website. Uh, we'll be adding more merch probably, you know, every couple weeks. Some yeah. new things. And, yeah. you know, because it's it's awesome. So yeah, Somebody sent
1: me a t-shirt design this morning. Really? Yeah, they're like, oh this is a bumper sticker I saw. I think it'd be a great t-shirt. Nice. So I'm like, all right, I'll work on it. Right on.
0: Is it one of those uh one of those cheesy Christian oh, 100%. bumper stickers
1: like hundred percent?
0: Like uh three nails, one cross, four given, and they're like, Oh man, that's good right <laughs> there. <laughs> Put well, that on a t shirt. It was literally uh C H
1: R C H you know what's missing
0: you are oh boy wow (laughs) honestly though like that'll be the one that like blows up and sells exactly you know it's cheesy (laughs) i'm not hating yeah i'm hating but y'all are gonna buy it prayerfully respectfully um yeah Yeah.
1: but um look i'll design it yeah it's all good yeah
0: it'll look good even if the concept is cheesy well let's jump in here (laughs) All right, well, we're back here, and we are talking about our Coastal King. Yeah, man. Uh, if you haven't listened to the message, the a link to the notes and a link to the message are in the description of this post wherever you're watching or listening. And uh, there's actually, um, I would say that this of all of the notes that we published is probably the most important that you look at because there's some map images in here yeah. uh, that kind of really feed into what he was talking about. And um, it's just, uh, it's really good. And I think it's really neat how it's like, as a preacher, it's like the worst thing ever to try to build try to build a sermon around some arbitrary theme. Yeah, don't do it. And <laughs> I don't think that's what you were going to do, but it actually, <laughs> yeah. you know, the coastlands and, and what, you know, yeah. and everything scripturally that has to do, it just kind of happened.
1: It did. I didn't set out to like... You know, we're gonna come up with this theme, and then I've got to fit a scripture into it. You know, I was gonna have something just completely separate. Yeah. uh, And then, you know, the more I was reading, you know, just famous passages from the prophet Isaiah, I was like, Mm. oh my goodness, like there's so much. There's something here, you know, which which is fun to do. Like when you're having Bible study, it doesn't, uh, you know, it's good for sermons to come out of Bible study. You know, it's good for things to happen out of just like reading and Mm -hmm. what you're what you're getting out of the scriptures and. It's different than you know, just like an expositional message, right? Yeah, um, it's different. Yeah, so it was kind of fun, and and I honestly like I've got a couple more weeks, you know, and and we'll see what happens. I'm not married to it,
0: um, <laughs> right? You know, stay stay tuned for what's coming moving forward. Yeah, for the next two weeks. Yeah, but
1: it's fun, and I think we have so so much of our preaching schedule is just laid out for the next book that we're going to, which is the next chapter, next verse, yep. and mm-hmm. even picking a theme like we did for Second Corinthians. You know that that <laughs> it's still like, yeah, it's book. still that book, right? Yeah, and it, there's no there's no mystery to it. So this is fun. It's, uh, you know, I, I s- <clears throat> definitely am sensing how much I rely on those rhythms and what's mm-hmm. next. Yeah, because um, this I'm kind of like, oh my goodness. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, I think even in that point, <laughs> now, it's like you're where am I going with this? You're leaning into something that's yeah. very stable and very like biblical. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you now know I'm what like, I mean? <laughs> Can this work? And you're like, okay, yeah. so boats and beaches, and how does this all tie together? <laughs> and look, if you watch our live stream, you'll yeah. see we've got a boat on the stage. Oh man, it it's looks lit great. up. It looks great. Yeah. Uh, everybody that we've had volunteer oh, to help, man. it's just they have done a phenomenal. We job. We have the best people. We in our we church. really do. Yeah. We can't say enough about that. Yeah. Um. But man, moving moving through this, you've got a couple of uh, got a couple of interesting things in here. I'm scrolling through the same notes that are in the description there for you to look at. Um, and one of the <laughs> so one of the first things you have so you start off with Isaiah nine four or seven fourteen, mm-hmm. and uh, you just kind of go from there. You know, the virgin conceiving, and then you have yeah. uh, uh, just the route that Jesus took, uh, or rather, Jesus and his family took when they you know were leaving Bethlehem and then coming back from Egypt. Yeah, the way um, the way of the sea. Tell us a little bit about the way of the sea. Yeah, and so how you you know how you tied all that in. It's just a it's a thing,
1: you know. It's a it's a path. It's a common a common way that Hashtag was traveled. The path. <laughs> uh, inside <laughs> joke. Yep. Um, it's a you know it's a way that was traveled, and you know of course it's by the Mediterranean Sea. You have um, you know y- you have access to water, so ships imports. Um, you know, just a lot of different things that that opens up, um, you know, and so uh, seeing that that path was traveled, uh, you know, over and over. And it was that well-worn path, you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Jesus, uh, you know, his family chooses to go the way of the sea. And, of course, our theme is Coastal Christmas. Yeah. And, um, you Indeed know, it it, it's just the, the area in which we live in, uh, Bullies Quarters, you know, East Baltimore area. We're surrounded by water. And so we're just making that connection, that we're just bridging the gap for you. Yeah, that fun little connection. But uh, I think for me, it became more about you know the the geography, you know, in the sense that he uh, they go this they go this way, this route that takes them to you know the northern aspect of of Israel, and these two tribes, um, Zebulun and Naphtali, are referenced in Isaiah chapter nine, Mm -hmm. and that's like the front end part of you know. Uh, for unto us is given unto us a child is born right mm-hmm. and and yeah so how many christmas songs have been written around that idea of for unto us emmanuel you know and of course we're connecting chapter 7 uh what is it verse 14 or no
0: uh you've got a bunch of, uh, in the beginning yeah the first 714 yeah. yeah
1: so we're connecting chapter 7 verse 14 with chapter 9 verse 6 where uh front us a child that is you know we're continuing that thought from the prophet that it's mm-hmm. it's jesus it's the virgins conceiving, bringing forth the son. It's God with us. It's the King. the the triumph, uh, the triumph and entry, if you will, uh, you know, the first advent of our Savior. And so, when we connect all these dots, uh, I had not personally, and and maybe it's just you know being my ignorance and growing up in the church and taking things for granted, but I had not personally connected the front end of chapter nine and, and really focused in on it. Even Mm -hmm. when I read it, you know, when I've read Isaiah, you know, it's just, you're just reading through, um, which maybe I need to go and do a, maybe that's where we need to go next. We'd be in Isaiah for like 10 years. It would take, I think it's 60
0: chapters. (laughs) I think, it would be so much. Um, what's interesting to me, and this is something that I stumbled upon, re- not recently, probably in the past year, but when you read uh, Isaiah chapter nine six in the Septuagint, uh-huh. uh, it condenses all of the names: uh, wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace, and it just says the messenger, or well, the the word is uh, angelos, mm. the angel of the great council. Mm. That's that's all it is. So like the lo- <laughs> Jesus is presented in Isaiah nine as the Lord of the council. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's Almost as like if, a divine <coughs> council scene, right? It's yeah. as if maybe that was an unseen realm. I think it I don't was. know. It probably was. Yeah. Uh, the, the but angel
1: the angel of the Lord. Yeah. Right. The angel, right. the angel mm-hmm. of the Lord piece.
0: Yeah. I can't <coughs> remember if the Isaiah nine septuagint piece was though. But it's really interesting because whoever translated that took all of this together and was like, you know, what conveys this idea really well is just the the angel of the council. Yeah. The leader. Right. The the leader of the gods. Which really, you know, it pulls all that together. And if you didn't think that was like, you know, uh, a godlike messianic thing, it's just like, hey, like the angel of the Lord will be coming. Yeah, you know, it's super cool. I don't that's you know, cool to me.
1: No, it's really good. And and of course we're like hinting around these implications of like um you know, the Unseen Realm and and reversing hermon. some of these books that we, you know, fanboy over with Michael Heiser. But Yep. Love you, Mike. Yeah, but so much. <laughs> call <laughs> me. <laughs> it just got weird. It just got weird quick. Um but uh how about we're praying for you in, yeah. <laughs> in this uh you know, trying to seriously health time. Uh, anyway, the, the point of just connecting those two for me, though, came when I'm like, oh, my goodness, you know, he's, he, you know, the prophet is giving specific, uh, a specific location for him to come to. Mm-hmm. And so when you dig into, you know, not just the way of the sea, that that just kind of like got, got the, the ball rolling in my mind that, mm-hmm. oh, man, he's leaving Egypt and they're traveling the way of the sea. And you see that multiple times mm-hmm. in, in commentaries and Isaiah, and they talk about the way of the sea, even in the front part of chapter nine, right? Mm-hmm. And so you're like, okay, he's, they're going the way of the sea to this place. Well, then when the prophet spells out the place where they're going, you know, they, they talk about Galilee and then you can't talk about Galilee without talking about the sea of Galilee right. Yeah. Uh, without talking about it being a, a coast, not necessarily, yes, it's a coastal community in the Mediterranean Sea, but not that far. The sea of Galilee,
0: you know, fishermen and, uh, and there 's a lot of significant events in the gospel accounts that that occur in that region <laughs> the The Sermon on the Mount preaching it is is on the
1: north side, yep, right, and talking about the uh, amplification from that sermon with the water being there mm-hmm. and, and the natural land barriers and, and the Lord using that as as his hub, um, but what you think about when we talk about coastal is there's references in this specific chapter of chapter nine, where he talks about the Assyrian oppression, which you've talked about the week before mm-hmm. when he talks about how they're breaking the rods, you right. know, uh, the pro I don't know if I got into this in, on Sunday morning, but those, the rods would have been referenced to specific, uh, harnesses that the Assyrians used to, uh, use them for servitude. Yeah. You know, like it would have been a direct connection uh, for the front end of chapter nine for, you know, the average Israelite to say, oh my goodness, they're talking about our enemies, the Assyrians. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in making that connection, that northern, the region of Galilee, Naphtali and, and Zebulun, um, he talks about how the king or uh, Emmanuel, God with us, when he comes, he's going to come to that region. Mm-hmm. And, and so that that was like really this amazing eye-opening experience for me. Um, the coastal communities are communities that are accessible to our enemies. Mm-hmm. They are the most influenced by pagan cultures. And that was the case for these two tribes. Yeah. Um, so when we think about Jesus coming, we, of course, go chapter 9, verse 6 of the prophet Isaiah. And we say, yes, for unto us a child is born. And my point in this message, go listen to it. Uh, my point is is that when Jesus comes to us as our coastal king, he comes to the darkest places. You know, and that's that's what the the author is saying. Like, look, the parts that have been, you know, the the Galilee community they call it Galilee of the Gentiles. Even mm-hmm. you yep. know, it was it was like a, uh, you, you know, is this reference this derogatory term that it's mm-hmm. a it's a part of our country that is but not been, really <laughs> right that has been infused and 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 I'm, yeah, I'm speaking of that. But uh, you know, the Israelite it's a part of and and probably the darkest corner. Right. That has been infused with pagan cultures and, um, you know, I- if there was a spot that is the the least comely, it would be that.
0: Right. Yeah. Geographically, it was theirs. It was Israel, but they would have looked at it a very different way because of what was associated with it. That's right. You know, the Gentiles and, and, and uh, paganism, uh, Baal worship, you know, all sorts of yeah. crap and, and stuff.
1: And that's where he went. Mm-hmm. So Can I say crap?
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess. It's you, too you, late now. You did. <laughs> have at it. I, I've said worse <laughs> in front of a microphone. <laughs> Speaking of crap,
1: I have no shoes on right now, which it doesn't matter because it's not it's not seen on camera. He tells no lies. I was walking through, uh, yeah, I stepped in dog poop this morning. And I'm like, <laughs> I have this like really, um, my smell comes and goes. I, it's still not yeah. 100%. You know, since having COVID a year ago, which is Mm -hmm. insane to me that I still don't have my smell. But I I was encouraged this morning when I was like,
0: you're like, oh, I I smell poop. poop, yes." (laughs) And I'm like, I couldn't
1: wait to get out of the truck and look at my shoe to see if it had poop on it. And I was like, it's got poop on it. This is great. I smell it. You know, it comes and goes. But yeah, I definitely stepped in dog poop. So I left my shoes outside. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, but I, I was just really, you know, to, to kick off this Christmas series, I was encouraged to see that we have a coastal king. We have a king that comes to the places, and I and I know we often think of, you know, the coast uh, as a, you know a desirable place, right? Right. So this is kind of a different twist on it. Yeah, twist. Um, yeah, and we're we're, we're coming. <laughs> what <laughs> nothing i thought of something i'm gonna let it go okay <laughs> yeah okay but uh <laughs> it was a joke but we'll yeah we'll tell hey listen
0: later. click that donate button uh on in spotify there and we'll uh we'll send you all the b-roll that we get before the show <laughs> and boy oh, it was rich you'll today. either like us a lot more or a lot less yeah yeah <laughs> it
1: was it was thick but um, anyway, I think we think of when we when we consider coastal, we think of nice areas, you know, yeah. uh, but that's not always the case. And when we consider our savior, you know, we have a savior that comes to the darkest place. And and I think that we all have to be honest and and transparent, you know, with ourselves that we have places in our heart that we do not allow the light of the gospel to go. Mm-hmm. We know that the Lord has redeemed our entire being, but I think it's more on our end. Yeah. You know I what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we, we have a king that knows that, that's near and dear to the brokenhearted. And he wants to come and he wants to provide light, even in those spaces that you're afraid to have light. You're afraid to to be shown what that looks like. Man, he's not afraid. Mm-hmm. He's not afraid of those dark corners of our hearts. Uh, he came for those, you know. And, and then the discussion about the enemies, you know, the enemy piece. It was just really good. It's really good um, stuff. You know, and then, of course, we... We finish up the message talking about I think it's six things that um you you gave a fun fact, or did you already give it what or was it off? was it in b roll about the oh that was on... that was yeah, on we, we talked yep. about it. Yep. Um, talked you talked know, about that joint <laughs> but the idea of, of you know th- what he is to us, you know essentially he is our king, you know he is the one who who has come to right every wrong, mm-hmm. and so i just I love this time of year, yeah I, it's really good. I love turning our attention towards the first advent and you know, just who Jesus is to us. It's, it's amazing.
0: Yeah, it really is. And you ended with, uh, just three, three statements here. You have, uh, the darkest places of the nations will be illuminated, mm-hmm. which you already kind of hit on the enemies of the nations will be decimated and the King will reign forever. Yeah. I mean, and it, you know, if you're, you know, maybe if you're new in your faith and you're still kind of wrapping your brain around what these things mean and you think about what Jesus did and you're like, okay, well he was, he was crucified and he rose again, and he's going to come back as a conquering king, but he's, you know, maybe you don't see how <laughs> the enemies of the nations will be decimated by his coming. And the facts are, you know, and Paul talks about this a lot, but like when Jesus rose, uh, when, God, you know, when he was God in the carnate back from the grave, uh, you know, Paul talks about how all of the powers that be were crushed, and they were they were in fact decimated by that act. And it doesn't look like that on the surface, right? Because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, that's really cool. He rose from the dead and we can be forgiven of our sins. But we can be forgiven and we can be released from bondage because he went down and took the keys mm. to death and the grave. Yeah, he did. And he did that. And he did, by taking their authority away, he has conquered the enemies of the nations. And because of that, he has ascended to the right hand of the Father and he will indeed reign forever. Mm really good truth. Yeah, man. We'll we'll unpack some of that on Easter. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> we're, will. We're keeping it to uh the first chapter of each gospel <laughs> for this month. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. And I think too it's it's it, it's such a blessing. We talked about this a little bit on Sunday, but it's such a blessing
0: to live in in our time period. Mm-hmm. You know, to know like we we have all of that information. Yeah. We know? can look back on these things and be like, yeah. "Wow, and not be in the in this tension period in between where you know this messianic hope and you're just kind of longing for
1: silence or Mm -hmm. or after you know even seeing him ascended you
0: know like what's gonna happen yeah you know what's (laughs) interesting to me i was thinking about this and a lot of people like they'll see the hebrew on my board and you know or they'll you know i've had multiple people like oh you should like call these uh you know, you should call some of the Jewish rabbis that are local mm-hmm. and ask. And I'm like, well, and I try to explain that, like, what's on my board is more or less like old English. Mm. Um, it's not like if you speak Hebrew today, that's not what it is. Mm. You know, I mean, it, it can be understood, but it would be as if I came to you and spoke very, very old English, you know. Yeah. Not that they haven't memorized the Masoretic text because that's the standard. Yeah. Um, But I, I think about often how I think in the Christian world we look at Jewish modern jewish interpretation of scripture as something to be sought after Hmm. and i was thinking about um and i'm just shooting from the hip here i don't have anything uh any notes in front of me on it but the parallel of uh the beasts in daniel and then you you put uh daniel 2 and 7 together and you have like the 70 weeks thing and how the timeline lines up with at the end of that 70 week uh, 70 weeks of years or however that's described um you know then you land in the roman empire when the son of man is supposed to you know supposed to arrive right the messianic hope and all that lines up really well with jesus and i really just i wonder (laughs) and i know that there's probably something that they have that is like well that doesn't mean that it means this you know sure but like it really just like all all signs point to the fact that they missed the boat hard (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know
1: what i mean even the stars
0: yeah And it's just, I don't know, I was just thinking about that, and I was like, man, like, they really, uh, you know, you really got to do some work to not see Jesus in the Old Testament. Yeah. You know, even in— Over and over and over. Over and over and over again. You have to do some really hard work not to see it. Yeah. And maybe on their end, because of how they're brought up, maybe they have to do a lot of hard work to see it. You know, because they're not trained. I think that's probably a little bit of both. That, yeah. You know? And I'd say it's probably more that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. because it's it's just a matter
1: of repetition is the key to learning. Yeah, for sure. You know, and they have learned. When you're and taught a certain thing and, and then have to unlearn it. Yeah. And it's kind of, it's sad in one sense. You know, you, you mm-hmm. look at that and it's like, man, they have such a rich knowledge of. Yeah. And a history. You know, they're Judeo, very, right. Mm-hmm. Christian. They have like one side of the coin. And yeah. and it's like, man. How do we not connect that? And I know I've heard people, you know, talk. I, I listen to Ben Shapiro a lot, you know, and it's like tons of, you know, folks have sat on a Sunday special or something like that, you know, and and have tried to talk to him through that lens, you know? Yeah. And I feel like he sees it. But yeah. He, but he doesn't see it.
0: Yeah. And I think that, I think that Ben specifically, I think that he views just like synagogue and that thing as just like a good... Like I don't, I don't know that he's. I I don't. I can't speak to to yeah. what he thinks. But my I assumption, my assumption is that he's not. Um, you know, this in is a,
1: your tradition. This is my tradition. Right. And yeah, I think that's probably both necessary.
0: And and what is know. neat about the Jewish tradition is I think that they're very tied to their ethnic heritage. Very much so, know, and and for good reason. You know. Yeah. Um. Whatever that is, because who knows if the the Jewish people that are here today. In Pikesville, are uh, yeah. you know are they actually ethnically descendants of Abraham or not? We don't, you know, we don't really know. Yeah, I mean, they all have black hair, so probably, <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I digress. I was just thinking about that the other day, and I was like, it just—I feel like you have to work really hard not to see these things. And I would yeah. actually be interested to hear what they interpret these things to be. Yeah,
1: you probably just go on YouTube and find it, but that's
0: true. You know, it's just very much a.
1: Uh, for us, for Christians, and this is, you know, a point that we talked about Sunday, this should build your faith, mm-hmm. you know, seeing Jesus in the scriptures, especially the Old Testament, uh, and the thousands of years, you know, that have transpired since then, mm-hmm. and how we see that timeline, we've seen it play out, we've seen that he was prophesied, and he, and he came, you know, and he performed that work, and then we have the manifestation of the Holy Spirit, we yeah. we have like the the faith within you know that that builds us up that edifies us that has has become the church you mm-hmm. know the body of Christ that uh we see all over the world today you know so let this encourage you let your let your faith be built up and strengthened and you know don't don't let this produce a hypocritical side of you and i think that's what this first message did for <laughs> me it was like look let's not let this be that Jesus came, yes, for me, and because I have accepted him, you know, i'm I've reached this place, you know, it's not about status. You know, if anything, he went to <laughs> the places that had no status. Yeah, He went to the places that were defeated. Mm-hmm. you know, and so, uh, let this encourage your faith. Let this breathe hope and life into you. Uh, and if you are a Pharisee, you know, let, let this shift your perspective. Let it begin to shape your thinking. Let it begin to uh, minister to you from a perspective of maybe something that you haven't thought about, you know. And if, if you are being exclusive, you know, in, in your outreach and in your, uh, you know, in, in how you are sharing the gospel with others, um, you know, hopefully this will reiterate to you that, that the gospel message is inclusive. You know Jesus goes to every place, every person, yep. and he died. You know he came, he was born for all of of mankind, and yep. um, you know this is just a beautiful part. Just looking at the beginning part of of a really famous you know narrative that fits the bill for so many Christmas carols and Christmas messages around the world. I'm sure last last Sunday as people have begun this yeah uh, Advent season and maybe even a few weeks before that, but. Um, you know, let that be a lesson to us, you know, a unique message, um, you know, kicking off the Christmas season for us, but, uh, let it be a message that it is, the gospel message is inclusive and it is something that, uh, extends to, uh,
0: every person and it is light in the darkest corners of our heart. Yep. Isaiah nine, six lays it out for a child will be born for us. Yeah. Not just me, not just you, but collectively and us. For
1: unto us the sun is given. Mm-hmm. Come on,
0: and so let's keep our neighbors
1: in mind this Christmas season. Yeah, yeah, let's think about how how can you share your faith. Yep, you know how can you? Uh, they have a neat thing in our neighborhood. Um, I don't know what they call it, but they ring the doorbell and drop the stocking. And this is kind of weird. It. So I have one of those. Uh, <laughs> you and your big candy bar on Halloween, neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> we call my neighborhood Eden for a reason. But <laughs> they um. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh you, know, you read, ring the doorbell and you put a stocking full of candy and then it has a card in there that says, you know, you have forty eight hours to fill it full wow. and pass it on to another neighbor. That's cool.
0: Yeah, there's all kinds of little fun stuff like that in the Does neighborhood. Does anybody keep track of like who it stops with if it stops?
1: I'm sure. Look the <laughs> Karen's. Somebody keep in the track Facebook group, like,
0: Hey, listen, we dropped it off at uh sixteen thirteen and <laughs> They ain't yeah, giving it to anybody else. Yet. <laughs> they're
1: takers, they're not givers. <laughs> they probably don't go to church.
0: <laughs> We've alerted the authorities. <laughs>
1: That's funny, man, but <laughs> there's yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of drama in our neighborhood Facebook group that I'm not privy to because I choose to not look at it. Yeah. Um, but it gives my wife a ton of anxiety.
0: Yeah. If you live in the Cosmic Garden in Essex, <laughs> Don't we're not talking about you. We might be, but we're not. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Oh anyway. my
1: goodness. But yeah. We, so the uh, I forget where I was going with that. You know, just,
0: just you know, sharing the gospel with your neighbors. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So anyway, it's that's a you know a tradition that's in our neighborhood mm-hmm. and passing it on. But yeah, you know, may we think about ways that we can connect with our neighbors, and and really share our faith and really talk about the reason for the season. Mm-hmm. And we've we've just got to get better as the church, you know, with evangelizing. We have to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that starts with just being decent people that people like to be around. You <laughs> yeah. know, this Christmas season. Don't guy. trample anybody in Walmart. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, God bless. Do less. Thanks for hanging out. And uh, <laughs> we will see you on Sunday and next Thursday. Yeah, God bless you. Yeah. Love y'all. Thanks so much for tuning in for this conversation on the Bethlehem Church podcast. We hope it was a blessing to you. If you want to know more about us, feel free to check out our website at BethlehemChurch.cc and also in every conversation we publish, you'll find our sermon notes in the description and we hope that you'll study these topics further. We'll see you next time.